We're learning the Sicha on Parshas Bracha in Chelech of Dalid on page 253. The Shir today is being learned, Lilinishmas, Rab Yasef bin Yamin, Ben Rab Menashe Koltman. Benigea, dem Chiluk zwischen der Pchie von Eden auf Moshe Rabbeinu und der Pchie auf Aranakai and Lachris Talkusam. So, regarding the distinction that we find in Taira, when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away and Eden are mourning and crying, Moshe Rabbeinu is passing. And what we find happens when Yidin are mourning and crying when Aranakain passes away. So by Aran state, regarding Aranakain, the Torah says, Vayifku goyme kol beis Yisrael. All Yidin cried, and the Torah uses the expression kol beis, which includes, as we'll see soon, here Rashi and the Madrashim explain what that is, as we'll see. And by Moshe state, Vayifku b'nei Yisrael. By Moshe it says that b'nei Yisrael cried when he passed away. Zenfaran, Tzvei Pirushim, there are two different explanations for this distinction. Aleph, one explanation is brought in the Medrash, Bishas, Aaron is Nestalik Gavarin, when Aaron Akayim passed away, is Mipnei Bechias Moshe, because Moshe Rabbeinu is still alive, and Moshe Rabbeinu cried for Aaron Akayim's passing, if Aaronin, Bachu Kulam Lechvaydei So all Yidin joined to cry because of, out of honor and out of their awe and reverence for Moshe Rabbeinu. After Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, there wasn't anyone as great as Moshe Rabbeinu that cried. So now the mourning and the crying was less, and only the men cried. That's one pshat. Days another pshat is by Moshe and Haben When Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, only this charem, the males, the men cried. which is not the case when Aaron passed away. He was pursued peace, and and he brought peace between a man and his fellow, and between a husband and wife. So here it says that everybody cried for the loss of Aaron men and women called Beis Yisrael. According to the first pshat of the Medrash, it comes out as the Adgoshet. When the Torah emphasizes here that only the men uh, cried when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, and not all Yidin, like by Aaron, so that actually expresses a special maila, the level of Moshe Rabbeinu, that after he passed away, there was no one as great as him, that that should then cause, that by this great person crying, should then cause that all Yidin should join and cry. By contrast, according to the second explanation, is Adarabe. On the contrary, the same Pasuk here that says that B'nai Yisrael, that only the men cried and not the women, as by Moshe, is that this actually expresses something that was lacking, that by Moshe Rabbeinu, the peace that it was brought between fellow, a man and a fellow and husband and wife was not as much by Moshe Rabbeinu as it was by Aaron. It's tamua, so this is very difficult to understand. So it's move on, it's understood. As that in the Psukim where it speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu passing away is Masam Tzudetzelans and Amailas. It's appropriate to focus on the levels and the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
As we see here, the Pesukim itself that describes who Moshe Rabbeinu was, who Moshe Gaimer, Leikosa Eina Gaimer, Vleikom Navi Gaimer, Lchala Isis Gaimer, Lchala Yada Chazaka Gaimer. The Pesuk goes on and on describing the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu to the last moment of his life. Tovip Pas Dodi Ad Goshe. If so, how is it appropriate over here to highlight this point as by Moshe is Nit Given the Shleimus Amaylov and Avos Shalom Vebiyar. That by Moshe Rabbeinu, he did not have this same advantage and level that Aaron had, that he brought peace between people. So that's a simple and obvious question here on this pshat. And Sif Beis, the Rebbe now points out, looking into the language that Rashi brings here on this, the question becomes even stronger. This question becomes even stronger when you pay attention to the order of the way Rashi explains this. Rashi zokt. Rashi says as follows, he brings from the Pasuk two words, B'nai Yisrael, that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to B'nai Yisrael, and has, uh, sorry, not spoke, that is, the, the only B'nai Yisrael cried when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, Hazacharim, so B'nai Yisrael means only the men cried, Avol Ba'aren, so the first point Rashi says is, that by Aaron, Mitoich Shayiroidiv Shalom V'noisen Shalom V'nishlorei V'nishlorei because Aaron Akayim pursued peace and brought peace between man and his fellow and between husband and wife, Nemar called Beis Yisrael. There it says, all Yidin cried, and it's Chorim Unikevis, the men and the women. Now, seemingly, why does Rashi put it this way? Oib Rashi is Bloiz Oisen Sufa Enferin, Favaz Ba'aren Shteit, called Beis Yisrael, and by Meishan Bene Yisrael. If Rashi here is coming to answer and explain the difference in the language, why by Aaron it says the expression of called Beis, and here it says Bene Yisrael. So Rashi should have began the explanation of the Pasuk here with this point. So if Rashi should say that here it says B'nai Yisrael, which refers only to men. And it's different, and there it says, which is both men and women. And only afterwards, Rashi, after he points out this distinction, if that's the main thing Rashi is focusing on, then to give the reason for the difference, that Aaron Akain was Raid of Shalom. But that's not the way Rashi puts it. Rashi immediately begins pointing out that Aaron Akain pursued peace. And Rashi explains it and it says that the peace of Aaron Akain, Rashi says the details here. As Rashi Hotoshin Gizot Frier by Stalkes Aaron. This point that Aaron Akain brought peace was already mentioned before in Parshas Chukas and the Psukim where Aaron Akain passed away, but Rashi goes over the whole point again. Is Mashma, from this it seems, as Rashi is Oisen, that the main point of Rashi here is, Nit Rashi is not simply coming to explain the meaning of why it says B'nai as opposed to base. The B'nai means only the man. But Rashi actually is trying to highlight this level and advantage that Aaron has that Moshe did not have, that he brought peace. That's what Rashi begins with right away. However, Aaron Akayin, he's the one that brought peace. Is Tamua, so this is very difficult to understand, as Da, by Mini from Nestalkus Moshe, the Psukim speaking about when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away. So over here we're highlighting and speaking at length about something which is the opposite of the Milo of Moshe, in contrast to his brother Aaron. 
Now you can't answer for this. Maybe we could say on the contrary, because Moshe Rabbeinu was so great, it's important to point out this thing here, this detail that it was lacking. Because of the great level that Moshe Rabbeinu in general was on, so therefore it's necessary for the Torah to clarify as that regarding this subject, which is Avas Yisrael, both Avas Yisrael in general, and pursuing peace more particular, one should not be satisfied to take Moshe Rabbeinu's conduct and, and do the same. Rather so, in this area, one should learn from the behavior of Aaron. So it's, it's important for the Torah to point this out because it's saying all the milas of Moshe, and we know our great Moshe Rabbeinu is, Torah has to clarify that in this detail we should learn from Adam. Now that's why the Torah is pointing this out. But this is not an answer to explain why the Torah is saying this here. Because seemingly, is even if it's true that the Torah has to make this point, but here is not the place for the Torah to make this point. Here is the time where it's speaking about who Moshe Rabbeinu was when he passes away. Is the phone move on? So we understand from this. As Bishas Melarent, the Minyam from Estalkis Moshe, when the Torah is telling us the story about Moshe Rabbeinu passing away, is the Bainegeya to listen them chilek tzvishim Moshe and Aaron. It's important to know the difference between who Moshe Rabbeinu was and who Aaron Akayim was. Kailul Milus Aaron legabi Moshe, and also including this advantage that Aaron has on, more than Moshe. And the far is the Pasuk Da Madgish, and therefore the Pasuk does emphasize this point here by Yifku B'nei Yisrael as Moshe, that only the men cried when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away. On Rashi's Mavaya Megala, and Rashi explains and reveals to us, as the midvil the Pasuk Ondait, Noiv Malosah Shal Aaron Legabi Moshe. And yes, here the Torah does want to tell us the advantage of Aaron in contrast to Moshe. As by Imz Given, Reidir Shalom, Ben Naisen Shalom, Ben Ishul Reyu, Ben Ishul Abaylo. He pursued peace and brought peace between man and fellow and between husband and wife. This is a detail that's important to highlight right over here. So this has to be explained why that is so. So here in Siv Gimel, the Rebbe will begin the explanation of this. We can understand this by first introducing and explaining the reason. Let's understand this point itself. Why is it if Moshe Rabbeinu was such a great person, why don't we find that Chazal should point out anything about Moshe Rabbeinu Avish Yisrael, about him bringing peace between people? It's self-understood. As thus is nit far was by Moshe had chasushal and gefelt in Avos Yisrael. Now this is not a result of the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was lacking in the area of Avos Yisrael. Vadar on the contrary, Moshe Rabbeinu oyev Yisrael hoya. This is an expression the Gemara says Moshe Rabbeinu was a lover of Yidden. As given the roya neman from Alla on Yed Yidden, Moshe Rabbeinu was a faithful shepherd of all Yidden and every individual Yid. On vasatze bazark mitzayitzrachim. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that worried and provided them with all their needs in all areas. In the spiritual areas. Moshe Rabbeinu himself learned Teireh with all the people. Not only the Allahs, which Yidin must know, to know how to fulfill the mitzvahs regarding what they should stay away from. But also including discussions in the deeper, the depths of Torah. Which the Ebershah gave Moshe Rabbeinu as a gift. 
for him and for his descendants, but nevertheless is Noag Ba Toivas Ayin, Venasnal Israel, Meshrabenu. Being so loving and good to Klal Yisrael, so with a good eye, he shared all this pulpulim of Taira with all of Klal Yisrael. And also when it comes to all the physical, material needs of Yidin. Beginning from the man, the food that Yidin ate all 40 years in the Midbar, this is all in the merit of Moshe. The other things that came in the Midbar, whether the water or the Anania Kovid, which was in the merit of Aaron and Miriam, is after they passed away, and the Be'er stopped providing the water, and the Anania Kovid were removed as well, even this also returned all in the merit of Meisha. So Meisha Rabbeinu definitely was not lacking in the area of Avish Yisrael, and definitely was very concerned and involved as a, shameful, a faithful shepherd with everything that he needed. Nor the Pshater is rather, the, the meaning over here is why Meish Rabbeinu was not Oyev Shalom and Reidev Shalom on the level of Aaron. As Mitzad in Yonoi, Ushlichusi Shul Meisha, because of the main focus and the shlichus of what Moshe Rabbeinu, who he is and what he's supposed to do here in this world, So it was demanded of Moshe Rabbeinu a different level of Avis Yisrael, a different level, a different, a different way to bring peace than it, the way it is by Aaron There's something different about the focus of Moshe Rabbeinu's Aveda in this world and what Aaron's Aveda in this world is. That's, that's the basis of really understanding what's the difference here between Moshe and Aaron. As the Rebbe will explain over here in Siv Dalid, what is Moshe Rabbeinu's inyan and shlichis that differs from Aaron? The explanation here is as follows. Regarding how Aaron went about bringing peace amongst people, the Tzayl and Chazal, so it says in Chazal, Medrash, in different places, as Kedilas is Shalom, ben to bring peace between one and his fellow, the ploy that Aaron used often was to say things changing from the actual 100% truth. Obviously, and it's understood that this is allowed and it's even positive, according to Teireh, it's allowed for a person to change, to deviate from the truth for the purpose of bringing peace. That's the ploy that Aaron Akayin used in bringing peace amongst people. Meish Rabbeinu is the attribute of truth. He represents truth and his whole Indian and Shlichus in this world is to bring the ultimate truth into this world. So therefore, by Meish Rabbeinu, this way of bringing peace amongst people, the deploy that Aaron Akhan used, that was impossible by Meishe Rabbeinu. Even though this, that Aaron Akhan himself went and used what Chazal tell us, that it's allowed for a person to use this ploy to say things that are not 100% true in order to bring peace. And if Teda says you can do so, so then Teda itself also represents truth. Now this is explained in a different place. The exact words here that Chazal tell us regarding this, that one is allowed to deviate or change from the absolute truth. 
We're talking a about deviating from the truth, but not an outright falsehood or lie. Which Teda would never, Teda which represents truth, would never advise or tell a person for the purpose of peace to involve himself in something which is falsehood. Right? As it says over there in the Medrash, that Aaron would go and say to one individual, you know your friend really wants to make peace with you, and he just doesn't have the courage to speak to you about it, and he would say the same to the other, and like this he would bring them together, even though it wasn't 100% true, because they were in some kind of a fight here. But it's not a full falsehood, because that is the true will of Yid, and it's just a, it's a shinui, it's changing from the absolute truth. So that is the only thing that is allowed and is actually positive according to Tayyip. So why would Moshe Rabbeinu not be on the level to be involved in such a mode of bringing peace? Is Nevertheless, this kind of anhage, this kind of uh, behavior, is still somewhat of a concealment on the attribute of truth, which is the absolute and unadulterated truth. On the far is a snitmasim to the shlichis. And therefore, it's not appropriate for Moshe Rabbeinu, which his entire mission in this world and his entire attribute and level is, specifically, he stands for the ultimate truth. That is what his whole Indian is, to introduce into the world a truth which is absolute. So therefore, here, deviating from the truth and using that to bring peace, that's the Aved of Adam, is Aaron HaKain's Aveda and Shlichus in this world is bringing kindness and the peace between people that uses this ploy of Mishana to deviate from the absolute truth. When Moshe learned Teirif mit Yidin, when Moshe Rabbeinu teaches Teirif to Yidin, Moshe Rabbeinu himself taught Teirif and taught everything in Teirif, including this Teirif that the Gemara tells us that one is allowed to deviate from the truth for the purpose of peace. Moshe Rabbeinu himself taught this. However, when it comes to his own behavior, which is connected to his level of what he represents, and by extension, that means what his entire shlichus in this world is, is by im nitshayach atareifim. So to put into practice, this Maim Chazal, it's impossible. It's not the shlichus, it's not in the world of Meish Rabbeinu. His whole thing is, he represents absolute truth. V'hula possibly we can add another point here. Nitshayach arab zich, is not possible, it's not possible for him to bring himself down to such a level of people that are in such a low place. To the point that the only way that he can bring them to make peace is by deviating from, truth, from the truth. So Moshe Rabbeinu cannot come down to that level. The ultimate truth that Moshe Rabbeinu represents brings the ultimate truth wherever, it, wherever he is. And that ultimate truth doesn't sense and doesn't see, doesn't connect, can't come down, can't understand what is, what is, the, um, what is the situation that doesn't fit with that absolute truth. So he can't go out of that reality of the ultimate truth to deal with people that are not on that level. That is the general explanation, the difference between the shlichus of Moshe in this world and the shlichus of Aaron in this world. So now in Sifei, the Rebbe explains to compare and contrast, understand here the advantage, the, the relative of that advantage that there is in Moshe Rabbeinu's Aveda, in Aaron's Aveda, 
So the Rebbe explains, Since both of these approaches, Moshe and Aaron, are both all according to Teira, is moving, it's understood, as yesh bezeh, mashem bezeh. Each approach has a certain advantage that the other doesn't have. The of Moshe is, the advantage of Moshe Rabbeinu's approach is, you're not deviating from truth one iota. But on the other hand, there's also an advantage in the behavior of Aaron. When you're ready to be able to go out into a certain reality that's not within that framework, framework of absolute truth, you're able to reach and even lower the lowest place. Over there, to get to that place, you must deviate, you must come and relate to a reality that's outside absolute truth. With this, it will be explained why. Over here, when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, the Torah is highlighting this advantage of Aaron. During Moshe Rabbeinu's lifetime, when he's occupied to bring about his mission in this world, is a given kol kule ostik in zayin oifan avayda. So Moshe Rabbeinu was completely and totally involved in his approach in avayda Hashem. On zayin shluchas ba'ilom was to turn alles ba'ifan midas amis. And Moshe Rabbeinu's shluchas in this world is to accomplish things and get everything done with this approach of absolute truth. However, when it comes to time, Moshe Rabbeinu has to go off. And Moshe Rabbeinu over here passes away. Moshe Rabbeinu completed his mission in this world. And he's at the moment where he's ascending above. Now comes the time where Moshe Rabbeinu can be open to, this, to see the advantage that there is with Aaron's approach. And this, his approach has that advantage that he's able to reach even the lowest and bring peace to every single Yid. The explanation here regarding Moshe Rabbeinu, when he completes his shlichus and he's open to see Aaron's approach, similar to the explanation in the famous statement of the Gemara from Rav Yechon Menzakei said before he passed away, when his student saw him crying and he asked him, why is he crying? And he said, that I'm unsure of where am I going to be heading when my neshama ascends above. Is he doing the kashia? So the question on this is famous. Vi kumtis? How is it possible? As Rav Yechenen ben Zakkai. But that is given from the Gedoi Le'atanoim. He was from the greatest of all Tanoim. And the Chazal Zanim Bekaimah Mekayim is maflik in the godless from Rav Yechenen ben Zakkai. In many places, Chazal tell us about his greatness. And he was definitely extremely careful and scrupulous in every area of whether doing mitzvahs and staying away from evil. And here, before he passes away, how could it be that he has a doubt whether he's going to end up going to Ganeiden or Gehenim? So the explanation that's given for this, Alter Rebbe, in a few places says this explanation, yes, it's true that, it's, that he was 100% sure, that regarding his revealed senses that he occupied himself with and served the Ebeshter, he knew that he's 100% perfect. 
is that Rabbi Givem Misupik, however, what he was doubtful about was, how deep did he reach? Did he reach into his very core of his being, to the essence of his soul, which is beyond his conscious being, beyond his regular behavior that he knew was constantly occupied in serving Hashem? Did he reach that deep as well? That was his doubt. That's explanation the Alter Rebbe gives on this. But there's another point here, though. As blight of it move on, however, this explanation needs a further explanation because it's still not understood. If Rabbi Yechon Mazakai still has a doubt about the condition of the essence of his soul, whether it's in a good place, in a holy place, or God forbid the opposite, so why does he have pain about this only now when it comes the time for him to pass away? And not earlier. Why didn't he think about this any time during his lifetime as well to see that his Aveda should go that deep to the essence of his soul? So one of the explanations for this is, and this is a beer from the Rebbe that we learned, it's in the Sikh and Chelek Tazayin and Parshish Mishpatim. During Rabbi Yechelem Ezekiel's lifetime, is Rabbi Yechelem Ezekiel given in ganzen fanumen and aingeton as an shlichus baal medain? He was totally occupied and involved in fulfilling his actual shlichus in this world. Limadat teira laatzmai, learning teira himself, omitandere, and teaching others v'cholu v'cholu, and so on. All the things that he did. So he had no time to to take to interrupt this and to think about what level am I on? How deep did I go in myself? He had no time to focus on that. How am I doing? How is he doing with the essence of his soul? Did he get that deep or not? He's busy. Every moment counts and every single moment he was occupied in serving Hashem. It's only now when he's about to pass away. And when he's at the point where he's concluding his mission, his shlichus in this world. Now was a time when he was able to stop and think, so what's going on with the essence of my soul? How deep did my Aved Hashem reach? Did I reach into the very core of my being? That is the explanation regarding Rabbi Yechen and Zakai. Now we can apply this back similar here regarding Meish Rabbeinu. Similar could be said here regarding Meisha. Specifically now, and right before he passes away. That Meisha Hashem Ferendik Shlichusi Baal Medeim, when Meisha Rabbeinu completed his Shlichus in this world. Is done by him given this man, so I reintrachten sich in the Chiluke Madregis, zwischen Aveide, zwischen sein Aveide, that is, and Aveide Sara. Now he has a moment to think about the difference that there is between his Aveide and the Aveide of Aaron. Now that he has time to focus on this, so now he was able to be open and he actually sensed and appreciated the mile of Aaron's Akain Zaveda. And therefore, is Eich Azay Fashridin in Tairus Moshe. So this appreciation that Moshe Rabbeinu himself came to at this time is recorded and written in the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu. In the Psukim we get Mises Moshe, but there is gebracht in Milo from Avedis Aaron and the Gabe Avedis Moshe here in the Psukim it hints this Milo that that Aaron Akain Zaveda has more than Moshe himself because of Moshe himself at this point came to understand this, and it's only now when he passes away that he came to understand this. Okay, here in Sivov the Rebbe will take this to another level to understand why when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away he gets elevated to a higher level.
to see the Aveda of Aaron. L'chayri, even when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, doesn't he continue to represent this mid of Emes, no matter where he is, whether he's here in this world, or whether he's going to another world, his Nisham is going to Milo, but Moshe Rabbeinu always represents Emes. So that beer is of a nitten ganzen maspik. This explanation is still not fully sufficient. Ibald as midos shal Moshe is midas emes. Since Moshe Rabbeinu's attribute is emes, is dachin then kain nafke mina lechayde. So seemingly there should be no relevance here. Tidos is based on gefinse chlamata. Whether this is in the time when he's here in this world, on his achaisik bishlechusa ibal medain, and he's occupied and his shlich is here in this world. Other than the tzayit, when a halt by Elias neshma or when he's at a point when his nisham is ascending above, b'chol makamu makem, whoever a meisha rabenu is in any place physically or spiritually is in yonish al meisha midas emes. That is what meisha rabenu represents, the attribute of truth. So vazak men. So why do we say as be'ais is talkusay that at the time when meisha rabenu passed away, vet by him nirgash that emes from the mila from avedis aron that now he can see the truth that there is and the advantage that there is in the Aveda of Aaron. If Moshe Rabbeinu is continuing with the representation of truth that he had here in this world, even when his neshama goes up above, so nothing should really change. So why is he now open to seeing another, the, the mile that there is in another Aveda? So we could say the explanation on this, according to Chassidus, as follows. The Indian from Histalkus Moshe meant when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, what this means is nit not Histalkus Bumuv and Gashmi. This doesn't just mean physically that Moshe Rabbeinu is in Shama, he passes away from this world. As Nishmasa is Nistalik of Aram from Zenguf, his Nishama is it goes up from the body. This is also and primarily an elevation, a spiritual elevation from Moshe Rabbeinu. That at this point, Moshe Rabbeinu went to a much greater level. Even much greater than all the levels that he came to in his life in this world. That is what the Histalkus, the Histalkus is a much greater aliyah that he comes to. So it's known, the explanation regarding the Pasik when it says when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, that he went up onto the mountain, Har Nevoi. So Nevoi makes up Nun Boi, 50. The level of 50 is there, which means, B'meshech Chaim Chayusei Balmedein. Moshe Rabbeinu's lifetime in this world had Moshe the Grech, the Memtesh Aridina. Moshe Rabbeinu only reached 49 gates of understanding. Moshe came to the 50th gate, which is an infinitely greater level. So this is the great aliyah spiritually that Moshe Rabbeinu has at the time of his astalkus. So based on this we could say, This is also a deeper understanding of the expression when it says Vayal, that Moshe Rabbeinu experienced an Aliyah. That word Vayal itself actually tells us what this Aliyah, what this new level Moshe Rabbeinu came to is all about. And that is as follows. Moshe is in Yonoi Hamshacham Lamata. What does Moshe Rabbeinu represent? He brings down. He brings down godliness from above to below, or in the expression that it says in the Zoya Shushvine the Malka, the one that accompanies the king, the Eibushter, bring him down here to the Eden. Was the far and therefore Lamata. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that brought Teira down to this world. Moshe Kibul Teira Misinai Umesarachulo. Moshe Rabbeinu received Teira at Sinai and gave it over to the Eden. 
That's what Moshe Rabbeinu represents, which really goes along with what the Rebbe explained before regarding Emes. Moshe Rabbeinu's whole attribute is to bring the truth, the unadulterated truth from above, below here into this world. Adam, by contrast, is the opposite. His whole Indian is the one that accompanies the queen, which is, refers to Yidin here below. He's the one that helps and assists Yidin from below to elevate, to feel, to want to connect, to go up. At his madlik, he's the one that kindles and elevates the, the lights of the Menorah. To elevate the lights of the Menorah. That there should be a flame of the Menorah, that it should, each flame of the Menorah should burn and flicker on its own. On a spiritual level, what this represents is that he lifts up the Nisham of all Yidin, Nishma Sadam. The neshama of a yid compared to a candle, as is on stain in an aliyah, that the neshama of a yid should sense and feel godliness and should be drawn to be elevated to go up back to its source. So now, on the day that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, is Moshe Nisalagavarin Hecher from Zaymadrege. Moshe Rabbeinu was elevated higher than his level that he represents in his lifetime in this world. What does this mean? That Meish Rabbeinu now saw and included in his Aveda also this approach of Vayal, which is Halo So Vayal doesn't just simply mean that Meish Rabbeinu got elevated to a higher level, but Vayal means that the approach of Aaron, which is the Halo to elevate from below to above, that level of Aveda or that approach of Aveda, Meish Rabbeinu had now and included. This approach of Avedis Hashem as well. So that's the real idea of Ayal here, that Moshe Rabbeinu in all of his lifetime, his shlichis and his Avedis all in one direction, bringing the truth and bringing the Torah down into this world. And now the Aliyah of Moshe Rabbeinu consists of the fact that he was able to combine in his Avedis Hashem an opposite approach of Aliyah to get elevated, to bring that and include it in his Avedis. Thus this verbunden, midem was radan zechigeven zum sharanon. This is actually also connected to the Pshat brought before, that when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, he merited to come to the 50th gate. What does the 50th gate represent? Vishas or B'meshech, that is, Yemei Chayav. During his lifetime, when Avedis Moshe is given Mugdir, Leit Midasai, Umadregasa Shal Moshe. When Moshe Rabbeinu's Aveda, as great and as high as it was, but nevertheless defined in the Shlichus of what Moshe Rabbeinu represents. Haben Bayim Meir given Ale, so all gates, 49 gates, which is the shleimus in this world of understanding of godliness, were all open to him. But only these gates, though. But Mispa Memtes, what is the significance of this number of 49? of the Welt. It shows an limitation that there is in this world. Zayin Pomim Zayin, seven times seven, which is Shiva Simea Binyan, seven days of constructing the world, the seven days of creation. So nine, seven times seven, when you have the Shlemus of this construction of the world, is the number 49. So Meshra Rabbeinu, during his lifetime, had his Shlichus and his Kav, his approach and Aveda with the absolute Shlemus. However, when Moshe Rabbeinu experiences this Aliyah, and here the Rebbe says yet another point here, the concept of Aliyah means that he gets elevated and goes out 
of any definition, of any boundary whatsoever, including this boundary of his Aveda. Now we're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu's Aveda, and this is a boundary of, of a very high level of Moshe Rabbeinu, but nevertheless, still a boundary. And Moshe Rabbeinu gets elevated, and now there's no boundaries to his Aveda at all. Is an Aveda, as an Aveda is nit and now his Aveda is not limited at all. And it's not even defined by this most holy definition of a definition, the Aveda of Midas Ames, absolute truth that Moshe Rabbeinu represents. Blois and Kaf and Amshacha Mumaila Lamata. But this is still an Aveda which is all in one direction, bringing the truth down from above to below. Nor by him is Oich Givendi Halal Mumata Lamaila, but now he is able to combine because it's bound, his Aveda is without any boundaries, without any definition. So therefore, he's able to combine together also the Aveda which is in the opposite approach to elevate from below to above. Is the mit verbunden, was zu ihm is nitten geworden, dem Shara nun shalamaila makbala. This is connected to the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu now received the 50th gate, and the f- number 50 goes out of the boundaries of the world, higher than any limitations, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu is able to now experience vayal, the halom umatolamaila of Arna Kain as well, and combine two opposite Avedis together. With this, we could also understand regarding this, the Avis Yisrael and, and peace that Aaron brought that Moshe Rabbeinu came to at the time when he passed away. Since at the time when he passed away, so Moshe Rabbeinu came to this level of Vayal. This is the level of Arnakain. So therefore, at that time, he now came to appreciate the Aveda of Aaron. And he's able to reach every single year, he's able to reach even to the lowest place. After that's the real change that happened at the time when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away. So this is the deeper explanation of Pichsidis, why Dafke now the Torah records this level that Moshe Rabbeinu actually himself came to. So this is a mile of Moshe Rabbeinu at this time in his life, or when he passes away, that Moshe Rabbeinu came to. So that concludes over here in Siv Zayin, the lesson for all of us, we can understand from this and learn from this the greatness of the Avis Yisrael of Moshe Rabbeinu. In the Psukim was written, wegen seines Talkas, here in the Psukim that speak about Moshe Rabbeinu's passing, is Oymer Mipi Atzmai Baruch HaKadosh. Moshe Rabbeinu speaks and says these words of the Psukim that are being written there. He's saying this with Ruach HaKadosh, as it says that the Mishnah Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu said Mipi Atzmai, went through Moshe himself. Umadgish, and he himself is highlighting and emphasizing Malase Shalaren, the advantage that Aaron has. Kedei as Yidin Zon the von Uplernen, so that Yidin should all learn from this. Avi breit und tief es muss sein der Ainyan von Avis Yisrael, so that Yidin should learn how broad and how deep the Avis Yisrael has to be. As nit kuchen dek auf dem Geidel ille von sein Avis Yisrael, not looking at how great Moshe Rabbeinu's own Avis Yisrael was during his life. Was sicher at der Eile gewen Meilen bekredisch bemeschach im Echayav mit Dagger le Dagen sein Avis Yisrael. Certainly, Moshe Rabbeinu in his lifetime constantly kept on going level by level higher and higher in his Avis Yisrael. Pilpunkt wir at Meilen gewen bekredisch bechollen yani kredisch. As he certainly kept on going higher and higher in all of his levels of holiness. Alpha became, but yet is dost nit maspik. 
this level of Avos Yisrael is still insufficient. And one must ultimately come to the level of Avos Yisrael of Aaron, which is Reidiv Shalim, the Neisen Shalim. He pursues peace and brings peace between a man and his fellow, and between the husband and wife in the way Aaron Akain did it.